Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about new music for the seventh volume of our quarantine music series. You know, last time we did one, Omicron, aka Omarion, was still going on past that, but still keeping the series name for now. So, you know, first quarter or so of the year, sometimes slow for music, but we got some releases in here. Yeah, just know that we back, baby, <laughs> putting you on that new music. Not really putting you on. We talk a lot about the stuff we like or stuff you already know, most likely. Yeah, just give you our thoughts, what we feel about it, what we don't feel. And yeah, maybe we will put you onto something. All right. So as usual, we'll be breaking it up by genre. Let's start off with hip hop first. And within that first up, we got Dreamville with D-Day. This is Jake Cole's label slash collective, and it's a Gangsta Grills mixtape type project. This is following after Tyler did that and kind of brought it back to popularity with Call Me If You Get Lost. So eh, it's kind of, you know, like second up. I don't know. It didn't have quite the same appeal, but I've never been crazy about the Dreamville roster anyway. Like Ari Lennox is cool, but even the project that they had dropped before, I wasn't overwhelmed by either. So this was kind of the same thing. I do like Ferg's verse on it. And Heaven's EP is like vintage J. Cole back to like Friday Night Lights era, which I liked at that time. So I'm leaning con on this one for sure. Just not much here for me. It's good to start with the trash, you know, let's get it out of the way. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't hate J. Cole. I don't hate Dreamville. Never been the biggest fan of the roster either. I think that's probably the first problem. Also, like you said, why copy Tyler this soon? Like, come on now. Yeah, like I'm sure it was in the works, but still. I feel like this is good gym music. I haven't really heard it much. A homie of mine was playing it the other day while we were like playing golf or something. And it's cool. There was a few cool tracks, but don't really see myself sticking to this one. I'll go like light con. Next up, we have Earl Sweatshirt with Sick exclamation point i'm not that excited about it so i'm gonna keep it that way <laughs> Earl sweatshirt ever since i don't know our future i haven't been the biggest fan i feel like his whole flow or not the flow like his songs were just different they didn't go the route that i prefer at least when it comes to hip-hop he's very lyrical very old school he's kind of like a reincarnation of like the i don't know 90s rap or something with mm -hmm. like a modern twist which is cool i don't hate that it's just not for me However, this album, I feel like he was starting to lean a little more modern, at least with the beats, a few of the rhymes, the flows are interesting. I wasn't the biggest fan of like the sound mixing, which sounds weird. Like I don't really care much about that. Not to be like a, a music nerd or anything like that, because I'm not. But some of the sounds I literally didn't like how it was like sounding out of my headphones. Mm -hmm. It's just stylized that way. I don't know if you feel like that. I don't think Earl has won me over with this one. Uh, this one's a solid con for me. Yeah, I didn't really think about the mix, but I'm just kind of used to it with his sound at this point. Yeah, that's true. I do think, kind of like what you were saying, this is a more palatable version of the sound that he's developed in recent years and recent projects. Maybe the best of those, too. It feels like he knew exactly what he wanted to do, and I think it's solid overall. There is like somewhat limited replay value for me personally. I'd probably go like a neutral I think on it or even light probe but yeah all right and then 
let's go into another collective project. This one, not from a group of people, but from a mix of artists with I Know Nigo, which for people who don't know, Nigo ran Bape and other clothing brand stuff. He's been involved with streetwear and hip hop, huge figure. And so this is basically, it seems like a project kind of tied to artists he's interested in or friends with or whatever. And they just put out this kind of random collection of songs, kind of feels like something from like 06, 07 that would have happened. And there's definitely like interesting moments on it. Tyler has Freestyle with Rocky, that's dope. Tyler has a solo song separately also. There's a Pop Smoke song we never heard before. Pharrell's rapping, like there's a lot to like. That being said, it is kind of disappointing. Like I'm glad to have it, but it's not as fulfilling as I thought it'd be, I guess. But I'd still give it like a light pro, I think. Yeah, this one was pretty interesting because to me, at least, it was out of nowhere. Like, really? Nigo? I mean, yeah, we know about Nigo for way over 10 years, at least. For sure, been an icon in the fashion industry from like the early 2000s, maybe, probably even longer, but at least that I'm aware of, you know. So this was kind of weird. It's like, oh, Nigo? Like, is this? Yeah, like, what? what is this? Uh, but I guess he's been into music. And like you said, it's probably just friends and people he's interested in, artists that he felt were cool together or something and i'm not mad at it like you said there are moments where you're like fuck like this actually kind of fire but with the talent that is in this fucking album like literally everyone this shit should have been way better yeah exactly the only one that easily sticks out obviously it's a little biased because the tyler's come on let's go the beat mm-hmm. is fucking crazy i'll keep that one on rotation the rest of the album is like cool to listen to throughout but that's the only one that stuck out really all things considered a bit disappointing very like Khan. And last but not least on the hip hop list, we're going to have Vin Staples with Ramona Park Broke My Heart. We've always been aware of him. I was never the biggest fan. I was a huge fan of him on interviews as yeah, a personality, like persona, as a character. Yeah. Dude has charisma for days. Could be a stand-up comedian. Yeah, legit. Like this dude is literally he starts saying anything and I'm like, "All right, you got me, bro. Uh, <laughs> you got my attention." His music would drop and one Two tracks would be like, all right, it's okay. I think last year, maybe two years ago, I forget when the Vince Staples last year, album yeah, the came little, out. It was like more than an EP, but not quite an album. Yeah, some somewhere in between. I thought it was perfect, like it worked. Yeah, we both like that. And with this one right here, Ramona, Ramona for short, we got something. This is music right here, you <laughs> kids. Listen up. Vince went a little crazy on this one. Uh, Vincey, he got a little more vulnerable. Vince found a way to bring the hood that he loved to talk about, you know, that Northside Long Beach, and mix it with like this sentimental, like heartfelt R&B type hip hop tracks that I didn't really know was possible. I mean, he gave hints of that with the Vince Staples album, but this one, he like did it. Like, this is it right here. Yeah, easy, easy pro for me on this one. I think this is a good follow-up to the last project in terms of quality and Vince kind of going to this next level. I do think the sound is a whole different approach, and I didn't even really think about the R&B aspect in that way. I thought of it more as like a kind of very calm and collected, almost like a grounded sound, which I think he pulls off, and it's very consistent throughout within that. 
I'm not sure I like it as much as the last one, but it's like continued to grow on me and I find myself playing it a bunch. Those opening tracks are great. Lemonade, I really like a lot that grew on me. The blues, the last song is also fire. So I want to see how it continues to grow on me. But right now I'd probably say like a light to solid pro. Can't be mad at that. And that wraps it up for hip hop. But as you were talking about R&B influences for Vince, let's go to that category next and start off with personal favorite Omar Apollo with his official debut album, Ivory. Been a fan of Omar since the Stereo EP dropped a few years ago and every project I feel like he's kept getting better. And with this album, you know, we were waiting for his debut. He had dropped another project that was similar to Vince in that it wasn't short enough to be an EP, but it also wasn't quite an album length. So still we're waiting for that. And I mean, he really brought it on this project. There's so many things to enjoy and appreciate. I mean, Evergreen is like that song to me. That's like my top one, just insane vocals reaching almost Frank Ocean level. And there's also like blonde influences throughout as well. But that song is amazing. Invincible with Daniel Caesar's Fire. And speaking of features, the one with Callie too, like she killed her part. Tamagotchi produced by Pharrell is just insane. The endlessly interlude, like I need that full thing ASAP. But there's just so many good tracks. And even some of the ones I wasn't maybe as into at first, I got into more like Petrified was a little slow for me at first, but then it really grew on me. But I feel like with this project, he solidified for me that he's probably like top five artists who I'm most looking forward to what they drop next because he doesn't disappoint and his voice is just insane. And there's also so many styles on this album. Like he experiments with a lot of different things, but it doesn't feel experimental. It just feels fluid as he moves around these different sounds so maybe even heavy pro if not solid to heavy pro i really am happy with it for sure this one for sure fluid like his sexuality omar the goat he's grown a lot he's matured a lot i feel like he knows his sound a lot more now and it all came together here like you said the range of sound in this is insane i think it's categorized as like r&b but there's so much more in this bro there is the R&B, there's pop elements, there's mariachi type shit. I don't even know what to call it. Literally bilingual. You hear Spanish and English in this. Tamagotchi. Shout out to Pharrell. Made Omar sound like Bad Bunny in a good way. <laughs> there's just so much good. But it could even be part of what gives it the con. That it does flow. It doesn't feel forced. However... There is so much change, especially like I think the song right before Tamagotchi. It's like some church Mexican type music or some shit. Yeah, and I was actually playing it with a friend. Yeah, and like <laughs> the song switches from that to Tamagotchi, and she was like, Holy fuck, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> but yeah, the shit is so good. However, from Tamagotchi probably to like the end of the album, I think is so fucking strong. Evergreen is so fucking amazing. Insane. This is one of those where like 
I'll be sitting down with the kiddos, you know, uh, 2053 or something. Yo, listen to this right here. LP. Somehow I'll have a, a record player at this, this time and place. And I'll listen to this right here. This is music. And Evergreen comes on. You know, after Awaken My Love is playing and stuff like that, you know, I'll come with Evergreen. I was trying to figure out, this was like yesterday or two days ago, like, what does this sound like? And I was trying to think, and I think... It's just very like old school Motown and I could get mm -hmm. roasted for this because I don't like listen to this or, like someone that actually knows this music better. But at the very least, it's like very influenced by that. Yeah, that's crazy because I was also trying to think like, oh, what does this remind me of? And then I saw in some article or some review, they said Motown specifically for Evergreen. I was like, huh, I didn't even oh, think look about at that. that. No, yeah. Bro, you hear the soul, like, that's what you get from Motown. It was very stripped down, you know, R&B-type instrumentals and, and slow and soulful. But the voice, bro, like, it's incredible what he can do. I didn't really know he had it like that. And, yo, he pulled it off great. Even at the end, like you said, you hear a lot of that, like, Frank Ocean, blonde-type influence mm -hmm. where, like, I think, like, the instrumental goes down and he's just, like, it sounds like it's a recording, like from a phone almost. Like he's screaming, or not screaming, but like singing out loud. And it's just yeah. like, uh, and it's like, bro, that sounds like some Frank Ocean shit from Blonde, but not in a bad way. Not saying he's copying. No, yeah, of course. So good. Even that, I was like, fuck, like chills, you know, <laughs> chills down the arms and all that. This one's good for the books. Um, it's a solid pro for me. Then we move on. I mean, I don't know if you could hear the smile on my face right now. <laughs> move on to Sid with Broken Hearts Club. Another former Odd Future member making a solo work. Odd Future, man. A lot of talent came out of that, but... Yes, sir. Can Sid do any wrong, really? Like, I don't <laughs> think she can. Let's just start off there. I don't know if I want to call it off the bat, like, one of my favorite pieces that comes from Sid, because I think my favorite thing that she's ever worked on is still Hive Mind, uh, the internet. Mm -hmm. But this is up there in terms of her vocals, terms of just the lyrics just the overall content is fire could you break a heart to start off the bat it's incredible i really like the song but just overall from start to finish the theme doesn't break away from it literally drives the point you hear it in the lyrics this is a uh, that love album that sid's been meaning to drop fast car right track keeps it fun you get a little bit of something more upbeat it's not just sad songs and two r&b but out loud with Kalani, this where she got me. She hooked me right there. This is the one that goes on playlists and I keep listening to forever and ever. But really good. I feel like the last three tracks, um, maybe I was just starting to lose interest. Obviously, I've kept listening to the album, but still not the strongest. I really enjoy the first half for sure. Or up to the out loud with Kalani. It's easy for me to give this a solid pro as well. I do think I've always been more drawn to her voice within the internet's work which real quick for context for people who don't know the internet is the name of her band with steve lacy matt martians etc but her solo stuff i also liked kind of casually not as much as you i would say but this project i feel like i'm still kind of adjusting to it came out very recently and i've been kind of heavily zoned in on omar's so i haven't bumped it as much but like it's not bad i do wonder like about the sound because sometimes i feel like she can feel a little repetitive in just even her melodies and stuff 
I think I'm sticking with a neutral for now. Like I need more time to sit with it. Fair enough. I'll blame Omar for that score <laughs> right there. But she does have featured on the album Lucky Day, who we're going to be talking about next with his album Candy Drip. You definitely got me more into him and more appreciative of like him as a upcoming R&B voice in the space. And I feel like he's been getting tons of features in recent years and all that. And so I was like warming up to him more and more. This album, I think it's a little crowded. Like he could have condensed it a bit more. The big standouts for me are Ego. Like that whole song is heavenly. That made me so excited for anything he's going to drop in the future. And also the first half of Compassion 2 is so fire. So those two definitely jumped off the bat. I almost wish the second half of Compassion was a separate song because it's kind of different. But overall, I'd probably go like a neutral to maybe light pro just because Ego is so good. I would say this one fell a little bit more on the disappointing side. There's a few tracks that'll stick out, but I do agree the album's a little long. Not everything flows together to my liking. I was kind of excited for this one. I like maybe three or four of the tracks. Like you said, Ego's Fire, Compassion's Cool, Fucking Sound is Cool for that baby making music type thing. Over is Cool is like the, the single he dropped before that I had listened to. Yeah, just for the length of the album, for the artist he's become, like you said, he's being featured literally, I feel like in every album, I see a Lucky Day feature now, which is cool for him. Shout out to him. He's doing his thing, but he could have drove it out of the park and become like that dude in the R&B category. And I don't know that he is kind of missed. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the like con on this one. Next up, we have Ravina with Asha's Awakening. I know you're a big fan. I feel like a few of our friends are fans. A shout out Joao, Joan, I think. I still haven't been fully able to get into her music. I don't know what it is. However, I will say this album got me a little closer. This album got a little <laughs> something on it. Maybe I just wasn't looking for it before, but I think this has like a little bit of a different sound that I picture mm-hmm. her having. There was one that was kind of very different. Secret with Vince Staples, which we talked about earlier. Almost sounds like a Britney Spears song. I don't know if I like it or not. I'm still on the fence about it, but it was funny to hear that or for me to make like a, that weird connection. But Kismet is cool. Kathy left for Kathmandu. I don't know what that is, but fire track. <laughs> Well, the whole album is like a concept album around this character, Asha. So connect it to that, I'm sure. There you go. But yeah, this album got me to at least be a little bit more excited to listen to her next project. At least two of those songs I'll try to throw in a playlist somewhere. And yeah, you might be winning me over right here, Ravina. Light Pro. Yeah, I think we've talked about her on the show before. Her debut album, Lucid, was so good and so satisfying for me after hearing a bunch of her songs and EPs leading up to that and this project is definitely more experimental like besides even the concept album part just she brought in a lot of like Indian elements from their music into the songs now which is her heritage her background and it works super naturally and organically and kind of combines it with these R&B and hip-hop even type sounds in a way that I think is interesting. I would say I haven't 
gravitated towards this album as much as the lucid but i still really like it and i basically don't have complaints on it and i think it will continue to grow on me even more over time mystery is probably my favorite track just so good rush the opening song is great too i give it a solid pro overall next up we go on to luj with circumvent i think is how you would pronounce it i had just found him at the end of last year because of a collab project he did with this producer j-rob i'd only peeped it because i really liked the cover art and then enjoyed it and was bumping it and then happened to see he dropped his own solo project for this year and he doesn't even have much of a following yet i don't think but i mean he sounds like he's been around in the r&b space because he's super solid super consistent played the whole thing front to back no skips 1080p pandemia like this plus the other project has for sure sold me and i'll listen to anything he drops i'd give it a solid pro i truly became an instant fan when i heard his tracks you sent me i want to say 1080p or maybe the whole album but you sent me like a track you're like oh you you might like this and literally, I want to say a few hours before, maybe the night before, the homie Ness has sent me 1080p or like the same thing, <laughs> saying like, bro, you might like this, like this shit's fire. So it was weird that like this kind of unknown artist, like two different people, you guys right. don't really, you know of each other, but you don't really know each other, like sent it to me separately out of nowhere. And I'm glad both of y'all did because the shit is fire. Such like a different feel to him has a really cool voice, like, has so much potential, like, I'm really excited for whatever he puts out next. Pandemia, Rat Race, all the way down to, like, 1080p, such good tracks. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have complaints on this one. I'm gonna go with the Solid Pro, yeah. And last, for the R&B section, we have this album from a new up-and-comer, Alex Isley and Jack Dine, which is a Jack's artist name, by the way, if you guys don't know. <laughs> with marigold alex isley is like a related it's like a niece daughter granddaughter of the isley brothers one of the isley oh, brothers shit. legendary group but here is a relative bringing that new music new r&b it's right here is soothing chill r&b music obviously r&b is like my favorite so i kind of hold like a, a bit of a standard and not all R&B is good to me, but this one right here was like an easy listen. Under the Moon literally put me to sleep every night with this. Not in a bad way. Obviously, in the <laughs> best of ways. It's like a beautiful lullaby you would sing to like a kid or something. Not just the voice, not just the lyrics, but the instrumental is just so beautiful and easygoing. And not quite sure how much, uh, Jack, how much you did on this album, Jack Dine, but... <laughs> shout out to both of them i uh, really like it and this one's a light to solid pro for sure yeah you sent me this and i had peaked it and i was like oh this is definitely smooth then i got distracted with omar and some other projects and then went back to it for this episode and was like damn like it's been on repeat the past days leading up to this and so chill and so just pleasant and peaceful like if you're trying to meditate or something, you might want to throw this on. Yeah, I see myself like opening a bottle of wine, just cooking pasta <laughs> while the lights are dim. I'm in the kitchen, you know, <laughs> staring it up. I don't really do any of those things, but 
That's just the vibes I get from this. It's fire. <laughs> it's just one of those, like, puts you at ease. And the opener, Under the Moon, like you said, without Still Wonder 105, like, you can't really go wrong. I'd probably do a solid pro. All right, moving on to indie slash alternative, kind of a broad category. But first up, we got Rex Orange County with the album Who Cares? Both of us have been big fans of Rex for a while. I think we talked about his last album, Pony, on an episode before. The whole rollout for this, there's even like a pros and cons type thumbs up character that he used was just great, beautifully done. And the music didn't disappoint either. I'd say that I listened to the first like half-ish the most and especially like Keep It Up and Open Up a Window with T and Amazing, One in a Million, like so many good songs. And I feel like Rex is one of those artists where maybe for some people he can come across as like corny or something. But to me, he pulls off the balance perfectly of like he knows right where to make it where it just sounds good and fun and and like sonically beautiful and i know he worked with benny sings on this album who's also super dope so there's some songs that i'll see how much they grow on me more over time but even those aren't bad or anything just not as i'm just not as into as the others but i give it like a solid pro overall like i can't be mad at this project can be mad at rex really dig this album I'll put it up there with like Pony. I feel like it, it goes hand in hand. Uh, not every track is a hit in my eyes. However, the tracks I like, I really, really, really like. Open a window with Tyler, of course. You know, the Tyler bias that I wear proudly on my sleeve. <laughs> 7 a.m. is incredible. Even the short track, Making Time, which I feel like he should have made double the length mm-hmm. just because I enjoy the track so much. It's so beautiful, so melodic. Very few complaints. Even the tracks I don't like, it's like, it's fine. I understand. Shout out Benny Sings. I feel like I hear some of the sounds that he would bring to this album for sure in here. If anything, like, I'm just mad that, like, I couldn't cop any merch that I actually like. <laughs> I like yeah. to buy his merch for some reason. Um, yeah, really dig this album. Like to Solid Pro. Next up, we have Benny with Lychee, which I thought it was Beanie with Lychee. I would have <laughs> sounded better, but whatever benny <laughs> whatever you want to call yourself there's a ep right yeah yeah six seven songs is really solid uh, i don't know that i'd listen to her music much i think you've brought her up before we talked about her before i can't remember but yo absolute bops here like legit throw this song while driving to the beach and you won't be disappointed <laughs> this summer beach boy uh no pun again I, I wasn't looking at titles beach boy crazy summer anthem so good uh never ending marry myself so good could be seen as like very different experimental type sounds uh i could see why someone may not like it however i think it works really well i think her voice works really well with these sounds and not mad at this at all go with a light pro just because make this an album there could have been a few more bops in this yeah benny who i always in my mind pronounce benet but benny Blew up from her song with Gus Dapperton with Super Lonely. Debut album was cool. This is her first kind of release since then with the CP. And it definitely has a mix of styles. Like you said, Beach Boy, like that hook. Amazing. Marry Myself, Bop for sure. I think 
what I like most about her is just how she can hop on so many different sounds and just make them her own. Even if you look at stuff like the freestyle she did on the cave with Kenny Beats, like she can go over anything and make it work. So I'm always interested to hear new stuff from her. Sometimes the darker stuff doesn't work as much, but still like her stuff overall. So light to solid pro. Next up, we got Big Thief with the album Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You, which is an insanely long title. I casually listened to them here and there since they kind of got popular and their lead singer, Adrian Lanker, also does solo stuff. But this feels like their most kind of statement project yet. And it is insanely long, just like the title. But I also am not as mad at that as I have been with some others around that length. I think there's a lot of solid songs on it with some at another level like Little Things and Red Moon. And this is probably a project that I'd be most skeptical of you finding stuff in. But overall, I'd go with the solid pro myself. This one was a little interesting to listen to for sure. I think you were right in me being a little skeptical about it. Mm -hmm. Very different. I almost see this music as like it being very popular if like Woodstock happened like (laughs) years ago, you know? They're definitely like an upstate vibe for sure. Yeah, yeah. Upstate vibes. It was, I don't even know like the right genre for this, but it's, it's like very old school, like American classic music. Uh, Mm-hmm. The beats or the instrumentals are there. The sound, the voices, and the artists. Is, this is like a band, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not hating on it. I think I just need to listen to this one a little bit more. Obviously, I just gave it like a few turns just before recording this one. But I almost like I don't want to hate it yet. I like see the art in this. <laughs> it just didn't catch on from like the first listen. I'm going to go neutral on this one because I, I do want to give it like a, a second shot for sure. Last on the indie alternative little combination we do, we have FKA Twigs with Capri Sungs. Clever. <laughs> <laughs> Respect, yeah. I almost want to give it a pro just because of the title. That's kind of fire. Never been the biggest FK Twigs fan, but I haven't given it the listens I want to. However, I did keep it in my library. A few songs come in when I play stuff in shuffle. I'm not mad at it. I think the track with The Weeknd is cool think is light beamers i liked there was a few that stood out light pro on this one yeah before this i respected twigs as an artist but her music had been a little bit slow for me like her voice was dope but i couldn't really get with the sonics as much but this one is a lot more melodic a lot more dancey at points grooves r&b type sounds and i definitely prefer it to anything she's ever put out Good features like with Georgia Smith. Oh My Love is for sure my favorite track. Almost like a Brockhampton-esque kind of hook to it. And and yeah, we give it like a light to solid pro, I think. And she does have The Weeknd featured on there too, which will bring us to our last category with a couple more albums. First up with The Weeknd and Dawn FM. For people who don't know, The Weeknd is now huge pop star. He's kind of leaned into that for sure. This album is, I think, his not worst or anything, but maybe his least interesting for me. The songs aren't even bad, but there was nothing for me to connect to. And I don't like his voice enough 
to the point where I can listen just on that alone. So this one was maybe like a neutral or onto the con side for me. Seems like we might be on opposing ends on this one because this one was pretty good in my eyes, at least when it comes to what The weekend's been putting out since Starboy. But he kind of brought me back. I mean, After Hours, uh, his 2020 project was decent, uh, which is what I think he performed like at the Super Bowl and stuff or most of. Even what he did at After Hours, which it had like a lot of old school type feels and inspirations. This one, he went full classic FM radio, like I don't even know, 80s, 90s type feel to it. With Jim Carrey as the DJ. Jim Carrey the DJ, which is insane, but... I think it worked really well. I don't have many complaints of it. I don't know that I'm the biggest fan. However, again, like I'm saying, in terms of where his music spin and more of the pop sound, I feel like this had like a agenda. This had like a theme that I think drove it. And I kind of like that about it. But Out of Time is the track that did it for me and won yeah, me over. Yeah, that's the best track. Sure. To me, even just brings it up a, a great point on its own. Yeah, cool to hear Quincy talking on this one. He's one of those people that he talks or says stories and you just listen because this dude's seen it all, like been through it all. Yeah, interesting. Not the craziest album overall. Like I can understand why you wouldn't like it, but I go with a very light pro on this one. Last but not least, Charlie XCX with Crash. I think we've talked about Charlie before. (laughs) Keep the short and sweet. Let's keep the trash out the airwaves. (laughs) I'm still kind of surprised that you enjoyed Charlie's music. I don't know badly. It's just one of those where, like, I would have never guessed, but it's not for me. Easy con. Fair, yeah. I feel like she's also someone who's leaned into the pop stuff a lot, especially with this album, but it was her last project, How I'm Feeling Now, that she made in, like, five weeks in quarantine at the start of it that really made me interested in her stuff more, and that project still holds up for me. This one is less experimental than that, but she still brings in some unique sounds to the kind of bigger pop direction she's going in and I would say there's like a handful of tracks I like on it I don't like all of them but the opener New Shapes with Caroline Polachek and Christine like those are great and On the Deluxe has two of my favorite songs also with Selfish Girl and the one that comes after that has the flip of Saturday Love with the Sunday Monday Tuesday like listening on the weekdays type thing so i don't love all the tracks but i'm cool with just having a few that i really like so i'll do like a light pro i think but yeah that wraps it up for this episode of pros and cons i'm jack you could find me at jack bloom summer summer with an o on everything and i'm kev you can find me at same old kev pretty much everywhere rex hit us up let's do that pros and cons merch collab with the thumbs up and then do a thumbs down version too. It's not for us, it's for you, Rex.